Let's do this. If it's going to be mutter, if it's allowed to eat chametz, then you could certainly continue to feed it to your animals as well, lachaya, to your wild anim- to wild animals, which are less common to own because they're usually uh, left out in the wild. But a chaya could be a buffalo, a deer, so on and so forth. It could be fed to ifas, it could be fed to birds. And you're allowed to get benefit from it as well. You're allowed to sell You're permitted to benefit from it as well. So as long as one is mutter. Um, now it says lechel. We're going to see that lechel is of discussion. It's not necessarily the entire time that is permitted to eat. It may just be the entire time that they're permitted to benefit. But however the Gemara will explain this, if it's mutter lechol, it's going to be mutter for all these other things as well. Once that hour has passed, you can no longer <coughs> benefit from the chametz. Let's say, for example, you can't sell to a guy anymore because now you're benefiting. You're going to be able to use the money. And also, you will not be able to use it as um, firewood or uh, to light up a stove or oven with it, even though you're not eating, because that's considered benefit. Rabbi David, we are in the middle of the Mishnah, beginning, uh, the beginning of the parak on Chafal of Hamadal. Rabbi Yehuda says, By the way, you should just know, says Rabbi Yehuda, if you want to get rid of your chametz, you got to burn it. No such thing as uh, sending it out to the garbage, flushing it away. You got to burn your chametz. It's the only option. But the chachamim say, no. You just gotta get it out of your domain. You gotta make sure that you don't own it, or you gotta make sure that it is destroyed up until a point where there's no longer any sort of benefit to be taken uh, to be taken from it. Uh, it seems from the Chachamim that uh, it seems from the, the Machlekes is as follows: Rabbi Yehuda says it must be burnt, and the Chachamim say no. Not necessarily, it may be burnt, but there's other ways to get rid of your chametz as well. So the Gemara, as long as you're allowed to eat chametz, you're allowed to feed others that chametz. Other things, your animal, your wild animals, the birds, are allowed to, are allowed to enjoy the chametz as well. It seems if you're not allowed to eat, then you can't feed it to your animals. They must eat like Rabbi Yehuda. Well, if, as long as I can't eat, then my animals can't eat, then we got a problem. Because Rabbi Yehuda, uh, the Rabbi is of the opinion, the Rabbi Yehuda, Reviewers of the opinion that a person can eat chametz till the end of the fourth hour, then the fifth hour you're allowed to benefit from it, but you just can't eat it, and then the sixth hour you destroy it, right? So Reviewers says explicitly that during the fifth hour you could benefit. The time we learned in our Mishnah, Rabbi Meir Aimer, Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Meir holds, and we had this earlier uh, ten ten uh, blad ago. Eichlin kol chametz. You're allowed to eat, according to the mayor, you can eat chametz up until the sixth hour. Sorry for the you burn it in the sixth hour. You can eat it throughout the fourth hour. You can benefit, you just can't eat it in the fifth hour. All right, now, again, what do we say in our Mishnah? If you can eat it, you can feed it to your animals. If you can't eat it, you can't feed it to your animals. This Mishnah seems to be a contradiction on Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that we learned earlier. According to Rabbi Yehuda, there's going to be a time period where I may not eat, but I still may feed my animals with it. Sigmar says, okay, 
So maybe Taka or Mishnah is not following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. That, that, that was a source of a machlaikus. Okay. Ours is fine. So we're not following Rabbi Yehuda. Let's say we're following Rabbi Meir. Belamai Rabbi Meir, you're going to say our Mishnah is following the opinion of Rabbi Meir? Really? They shouldn't say when it's permitted to eat, then you can feed your animals as well. It should say, If you eat, you can feed. What it seems like, like, seems like it's, it's two separate instances that this is happening. When you can eat, you can feed. It's a much simpler way to say it. So Gemara is kind of caught in the middle. Why? It seems very clearly we're not following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. If we're not following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, then it must be Rabbi Meir. But if it's following Rabbi Meir, then the Mishnah is not written correctly. So we're stuck. Um, Rabbi Bar-Ula, Rabbi Bar-Ula, uh, Rabbi Bar-Ula explains, Masnison, Rabbi Gamliel, you're right, our Mishnah is not Rabbi Yehuda. Because if it's Rabbi Yehuda, there's no such thing as the fifth hour, it's in limbo. Where I can't eat it, but I could feed it. According to Rabbi Yehuda, there's you, there, there's such an entity. Our Mishnah says no such entity, so our Mishnah can't be Rabbi Yehuda. It can't be Rav Meir because it's not written correctly the grammar. Rather, it's Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Gamliel. Who's Rabbi Gamliel? Let's not. We learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Gamliel says in our Mishnah, It depends, right? Rabbi Gamliel was of the opinion that during the fourth hour you can eat chulin, uh, and then the fifth hour you may. You may not eat it, but you may feed. And then the sixth hour, it's burnt. But truma, you can eat an hour longer because it's a problem. Remember, truma is an issue to burn truma that uh, it's also to burn truma that's permitted to eat. So really, since midaraisa, during this time period, I'm allowed to eat, the chumrah of not eating chametz after the fourth hour can't be put onto truma. Because you're not allowed to be machmir, midrabanon, when it's going to cause you to transgress a derais. And therefore, Rebbe Gamliel says, Shuma, you could eat kol chamesh, v'sar from t'chil ha-sheish. and this is what our Mishnah means. Kol sha'ashem mutter lecho, kayin shruma. Anytime a kayin's allowed to eat shruma, i.e., through the fifth hour, Yisrael, Michael, chulun, behemah, lechai, lo'ifes, every year they're still permitted to feed their animals during this time. Memela, uh, that's what we ju- we just stuck in this major explanation. Now, if we go back to the beginning of our Mishnah, you know what it is. If you look uh, look back at the very first lines of our Mishnah, Kol Truma. As long as the kain is permitted to eat Truma, Michael uh, Every other year is permitted to feed their animals and sell it to them. Why does the Mishnah have to say Yeah, usually you say, listen, you can feed your domestic animal, you can feed a wild animal. If you told me Behema, why would I think a Chaya is different? Lachora, we'd assume it's the same. The Gemara is about to say that we wouldn't, but that's the Gemara's premise. If you can feed your animal, your Behema, you should be able to feed your Chaya too. So why does the Mishnah need to list it? The Gemara says, If we would have only mentioned the Behema, I would say, that uh, domesticated animals hang out near the barn. So let's say they have leftover chametz. Your animals, you feed your animals chametz, and there's taka something left over. So you'll know about it. You'll know to get rid of it. Avachaya, if you feed it to your uh, person who's got a buffalo, a deer, a kosher animal, a chves, whatever it is, um, uh, a dog, yeah? 
in circumstances where it's permitted. If you leave it over, they you know you won't necessarily find it. They're 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 um, independent. They survive independently. So they're either they go put their food away, or they'll take it to a two miles away. So aim a light. I would say you can't feed them chametz because maybe you're going to end up giving them chametz. They're going to end up putting it off to the side, schlepping it two miles away, and you end up owning chametz that you don't know to get rid of. Viton achaya, and if it would have only mentioned that chaya, you could feed through the fifth hour. I would say mishum di misharia mias mitzana. That listen, if they get rid of, if if the chaya gets rid of it, okay, so at least they put it away. You're not going to be able to buy your rabbi matzi. You're not going to end up finding it in your domain. So if you're mevatel it, hey, you're never getting it back anyway. Domestic animals not, doesn't have that same street smarts that the wild animals have. It comes first day at Pesach and your cow is going to walk up to you with a nose uh, you know, full of uh, cupcake. So in Malay, I would say that you can't feed them during the fifth hour. You have to stop after the fourth hour. We've got to mention all... Uh, we got to mention both Chaya and uh, Behema. Says the Gemara, what about birds? Why do you got to mention the birds? Answers the Gemara, to finish off this topic, I need the ton of Behema v'chaya, ton You're right. It wasn't so necessary, but this is a very common answer known as ID, a rule in, in Gemara as we go through Shas. And ID means sometimes that uh, since you already mentioned uh, a category of things, so we say, oh, Behema, Chaya, I'm going to throw, throw an Ifis too. Now, usually you're not going to say ID if I only needed to mention one. But once I'm starting to create a list, sometimes you just add it to the tab, as we say. Period, two dots, we're at the colon, four lines to the bottom of Chofal, but Aleph, Umaychre, the Nachri, and during the fifth hour, during the time where the Kayan is permitted to eat Shruma through the fifth hour, you're allowed to sell it to a guy. Lafuke Mehai Tana, this halah, says Gemara Pshita. Yeah, listen. If you can feed it to your animals and get pretty direct benefit, because by you animals eating this hummus during the fifth hour, that means you don't have to feed them lunch today. Your next meal that you're feeding them is dinner. So if you could benefit directly in that way, why would I think that you can't sell it to a guy where they're like your mom is just dealing with money now? Why would I think you can't? She, of course, you can sell it to a guy and benefit from it. And for the Gemara, no, it's not so partial. Fuke me because there's a price that there's a there's tanoim and a price to argue. Where do we find Tanam in the Bryce of the argue? Bishamai, the Tani, we learned in the Bryce of Bishamai. Bishamai says, La Yimkar Adam Chametzoy, the Nachi, a person not let us sell Chametz to a guy, Elam Kenya Dea by Sheikh Lakaidma Pesach. You only let us sell your Chametz to a guy if you know it's going to be eaten before Pesach starts. Okay? Now, Bishamai is a very strict opinion over here. Okay? It's, it's strict in, in our terms. When people are unfamiliar with the background of the Halacha, Beishamai seems to be of the opinion that a person not only is forbidden to own chametz personally, you're also obligated to make sure that any chametz that you own on Erev Pesach must be gotten rid of prior to Pesach. So I'm not allowed to sell my chametz to a guy unless I know that chametz is going to be is going to be eaten before Pesach starts. Beisol says, "Kol no, if it's mutter to sell, if it's mutter to eat, then it's mutter to sell. Says Basilo. You don't need to make sure your stuff is destroyed. You got to make sure you don't own it. If you don't own it, it's the guy's problem. 
it's not your problem. All right? And Mamela, you can sell it to the guy in the fifth hour before Pesach. Amad Beis, Rebidah Meseirah, Rebidah says, Kutach, when, um, when uh, something, Kutach literally is like a, uh, it's like a condiment, kind of like a dip, but it's referring to, it's an example, Rashi tells us, of things that are meant to last. If you buy a, a jar of dip, you, of chrein, yeah, you buy, you buy a jar of chrein, right? How long does it take for that jar to be used up? Use it up in one Shabbos? <laughs> You're lucky if it's used up by Shemitah, yeah? Hopefully the next Shemitah, the, 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 uh, unless you eat a half a jar of chrein, you take a little bit of dip, I says he paskin seemingly like Beishamai, that as long as you're as long as you're within the time frame, which is Shleishim Yaim, that's when you start learning halachas, that's already connected to the Yamtif, you're already going to have to start taking responsibility to ensure that any chametz that is right now in your domain is actually ends up being destroyed, even if you sell to a guy, even if you sell to a guy. You got to make sure that it's taken care of, that it's gotten rid of. We said, okay, one second. You told me you could feed it to your behemoth. You told me you could feed it to Chaya. You told me you could feed it to a knife. You told me you could sell it to a guy. And it's Mutter Bahana. Says the Gemara, yeah, Pshita. All these things are Arhana. That's what that's, I mean, by definition, that's what you're allowed to do. So what do you mean? Oh, what are you adding here? And, and, and for the Gemara, what happened was where um, something already started getting burnt before the Saibsman beer. If a person burns his chametz prior to the Zman, then it's Mutter Bahana even Laachar Zman. Okay? And uh, Mamela, the Mishnah is actually coming to teach us a leniency. Coming to teach us a leniency, which is that we know something is only considered chametz when it's not roi lachila. Something is loses its status as chametz when it's no longer fit for a dog to eat. It's no longer considered food. What happens if I take a loaf of bread, I throw it into my bonfire, uh, nine a.m. Well before. The, the time of transgression. Am I allowed to take this totally burnt loaf, which is now a coal, and benefit from it on Pesach? Answer is, yeah. Absolutely. Because it's not food. It's not even considered chametz. That is the Gemara's answer. Again, let's go through the two steps. We said that food is mutterban. We, we said that your chametz is mutterbana. The Gemara's kasha was pshita. Of course, it's mutter bana. You can feed it to all these things. You can sell it to a guy. That by definition, mutter bana. And the Gemara, no. The Mishnah is actually teaching us a bigger chiddush, which is what happens if I burn my thing, I burn my chametz prior to to the zman iser, and now it's no longer food. I'm allowed to benefit from it. I'm allowed to benefit from it, as opposed to. Let's say I burnt my chametz an hour before Pesach. When it was already usher, if, if it already entered Azman of being usher bahana, I wouldn't be allowed to use it. 
says the next part of the Mishnah, of our Zmana, Yasurbana, once the Zman has passed, it becomes forbidden to benefit. Meaning whatever time, whatever hour it is where it passes, you can no longer benefit from Chametz. Says the Gemara, Pshit, we know you can't benefit from Chametz. You're not allowed to have it in your domain. What's the Chiddush? We're dealing with the rabbinic hours. Now let's keep in mind, let's repeat this. Midai Raisa, Chametz becomes forbidden at the beginning of the seventh hour. At Chatzais, you have the first six hours of the day, then from the 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, is Aser. So really everything could be eaten, benefited from, whatever you want. Till the seventh hour, Midai Raisa. The Chachamim, as we learned earlier in the Masechta, pushed everything earlier. People could start making mistakes. When? When do you make mistakes? Remember, we had all the whole sugya about Edom Zaymimim. You have to say within the hour, people don't make a mistake from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. a little before, but they can make a mistake up to 2 hours and 59 minutes, right? They had the whole, they had that whole, uh, the whole back and forth. Gemara says, we're dealing with Shoyz Derabonah. This that we say, the time passes, it's already is dealing with even when those hours are rabbinic hours. If a person walks over to a lady, gives her a loaf of bread on Erev Pesach during the sixth hour. Now this loaf of bread is, is valuable. Because it's a quality loaf of bread. It's worth $2.59. And schnooks. But Midrabanon, it has no value because the sixth hour is ready also Midrabanon. And you walk over to the woman and say, You're married with this bread. Now, the bread has value biblically, has no value biblically. It, it has value biblically, has no value rabbinically. Even if you do it with which we mentioned earlier, it's very, it's very uh, uh, hard wheat. And it's going to take a while to become chametz. May not even be chametz. Ain chayshin the kedushim. It's not a marriage. Why? Because once something becomes aser midrabanan, and it's aser bahana midrabanan, it also takes on the status of being aser bahana like a da'iraisa. And that's the chiddush. I was the chiddush. What's the chiddush? Of course, it's of course it doesn't have value. Well, no, we're dealing with an hour on Erev Pesach where it had biblical value, not rabbinical value. And the Chiddush over here is letting me know that even when something is Asr Bana rabbinically, we view it as valueless. Next part of the Mishnah. You're not allowed to stoke a fire or uh, an oven. Right? You can't use it as firewood. You can't use your, your chametz. You can't use it. You can't get anywhere to benefit. Okay, we already said you can't benefit. We're going with the safe of the Mishnah where if Yehuda is of the opinion, the only way, the only proper way to get rid of your chametz is with binding. So that I would have thought to say, since Yehuda says the mitzvah of burning it, it, the mitzvah to get rid of chametz is with burning. No, let let me burn it. And while I'm burning it, let me get on it because now that it's burnt, it's like a, I'm using it as coal. Or chves, whatever it is. Kamash Malan, the Mishnah lets us know that even to burn your chametz and use it as charcoal, your loaf, your loaf of bread, to heat up something else, is also aserbana. 
Now, Omar Chizkiya. Chizkiya says as follows. We're not going to enter. Um, it'll go pretty smooth, pretty fast. But we're now going to enter the who says discussion. In other words, the Mishnah that we learned is working off of a premise. What was the premise in Amad as long as it's mutter to eat, you can feed. We gave an expression that everyone you guys also talks about no, you gotta stop at a certain hour. You gotta Okay. Now the Gemara is gonna say, who says? Prove it. Where are you coming from? Let's go. Omar Chizkiah. Chizkiah says, How do you even know that chametz on Pesach is forbidden to benefit? I can't eat chametz. I know that. But this that I can't benefit from chametz. Why not? It says, you can't eat chametz. Now this seems to be a proof that what? You can't eat or you can't benefit. We might say only that you can't eat. Says the Gemara, uh-uh. That's because Tamar doesn't know how to make a drush. chametz means lo yehei boy heter achila. You may not interact with anything that you may end up eating. Taima, the reason why you can't get Hana'ah, because of Rahmana Layakha Khamitz, because the Torah says you can't do anything that leads to eating. Let's say the Torah would not would not have written Lo Yachil. Havamina Israhila Mashma. I would say okay. So it means literally just don't eat, but you may benefit. Isra no lay mashma. It's not mashma isra no. If it would say, lay achel chametz. Instead of chametz, lay ye achel. Ye achel seems to be of the. the uh, it says it says lay achel chametz seems to be. That's what gives off the impression. It's the way that it's written. The ye achel seems to imply anything that may lead to chametz. But if it wouldn't have written, if it wouldn't have been written in. Uh, if it would have, right? If it would have just said, uh, "Don't eat chametz," so have I mean the isra'achila mashvah is another mashvah. I would say you could benefit from chametz. Which this explanation of la yeyachel, implying you can't even benefit, argues in Rabbi Avo. Damar Rabbi Avo, kol makom shenamar la yeyachel la yseicha la yseichlu. Echad isra'achila vechad isra'ana mashma seems to imply both eating and benefiting. Until the Torah tells you specifically. That's the opinion of Rabbi Avo. In other words, Rabbi Avo is of the opinion that cannot be a source for Isra Anna. And, and uh, Chizkiah says it is a source. The Tanya. Now, how do we know that Rabbi Avo holds that once it's Asr Bachil, it's Asr Bana? The Tanya learned their When it comes to an Avela, you yourself, a, a Yid, is not allowed to eat it, and you also can't give it to Nachri. In the Lagar Benesina. I know that you can't give it as a present to a Ger Toshev. A Ger Toshev is a guy who keeps the Shev Mitzvah in Nayach. So I, might, so I might know you can't give it to him as a present. Beseder. And I can't give it to a regular guy who's not a Shev Mitzvah in Nayach by selling it. And how do you know that a Ger is also usher not only to give it as a gift, but it's even usher to sell it to him? It's listed both in the same Pasuk. And if the Torah would have wanted both to be in the same exact category of halachas, it would have written it very simply, side by side. So, the nachri bin asinaminayin. And how do you know that a nachri is also 
um, that, that uh, I'm sorry, and how do you know that a Nachri, you're not allowed to sell it to, but you're allowed to give it to him as a present, a Nevela? Hey, you could give a, a tray for animal to, to a guy. I know you could do that. Talmud Leimar, You give it, he eats it, or you sell it to Nachri. Nimtza Soimer, it's coming out from the interesting way that these Psukim are written by dividing, by dividing, uh, um, the the words and the categories of giving and and selling, nimtzes haimer comes out echad ger veechad nachri beimemchira beminasina divrev meir. The meir is going to be of the opinion that even though only one is listed, it's still important f- to make drushas from the pasuk to let us know that lamaisa bottom line alocha when it comes to a taishav. Or when it comes to when it comes to a regular nachri, it's always going to be usher to both give it to him as a gift, and it's going to be usher to to sell it to him. Based upon that approach of Rabbi Meir, based upon uh, that opinion that ultimately everything, even though it's only it's it's written strangely, and I would have thought otherwise, but Rabbi Meir is still coming around and telling me that the halacha does apply to both. Um, Rabbi Avohu, by us, when it comes to chametz, is going to follow that same approach and say that uh, whenever there's an iser achila, it's going to follow that it's also going to be aser behana. Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yudah says, Devarim kichsavon, lager b'nesin l'ach mechir. Rabbi Yudah completely argues. He says, no, you take the pasuk the way it's written. It's only forbidden. It's only forbidden. To sell to a ger, but you're allowed to give it to a ger. And it's only us, sir, to gift it to the guy. You're not permitted, permitted to sell to him. Now, my time, Rabbi Huda, what's the reason, Rabbi Huda, that he takes the Pasuk Mamish at face value? And he says that it's taka specific. You're only us, sir, to do to gift it here and sell it here, and it doesn't all apply to both, like your mayor wanted to do. My time, Rabbi Yehuda, Isak died. Dachki Damar of Meir. If you're going to say like Yehozik Meir, he says if Rabbi Meir is correct. Milchtev Achmona Lagera Shabbos Rachnana Vachalamacha. You should say Lagera Shabbos Aracha. Titnana. You should give it. Vachala, and he will eat it. Umachar and sell it to a nachri. What does it mean? Oi. I say or sell it. Shmamino ledvarim kichsavon. You see from here the word oi is splitting it up. Take a kichsavon. The word oi is just being maktib the nesina of the ger to the mechira of nachri. It's just letting us know that it's preferable. It's always preferable to, to uh, if you have a, a, a ger taisha or you have a regular nachri, it's always preferable to take care of the guy who's a ger taisha. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, This, that it's preferable to take care of a ger, we already know from elsewhere. Kivon. This is a Pashat thing when somebody's following in the ways of Akadish Baruch Hu and, um, and uh, you have a Sheva Mrs. Breinayach, where the same way you're Mechoyev take care of a Yid, you're Mechoyev take care of Sheva Zreinayach. So it's already a Svara that if you have an option to uh, give something to a Gertaishov or to sell to a guy, it's obviously preferable to take care of the Gertaishov. Period. Um, okay, seven o two. We're gonna hold it here for this evening. We're up to Bishlamala Rabbi Meir.
towards the bottom of Chafal Tom 